this series of readings and reflections, highlighting books on yoga and Advaita philosophy, comes from the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. I am Srimati Karuna, the minister of this church. Guided by whom does the mind think, feel, and form its desire? Inspired by whom does the primordial life seek objective manifestation? Who impels us to utter these words? And who is the divine reality that enables the eyes to see and the ears to hear? Thus begins the first chapter of the Kinopanishad. Swami Premananda has translated this Upanishad as the realization of the Absolute. It is the first in his collection of eight Upanishads published by the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism in Washington, D.C. In the foreword to this collection, Swami Kamlananda, disciple of Swami Premananda, has written that although each Upanishad in this collection stands in its own light, all have been arranged in a specific order to serve the reader, just as the revelation of truth is experienced in the gradual unfoldment of consciousness. She explains that during his 50 years of ministerial service to the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism, established by him, Swami Premananda's dedication has matched the purpose set forth in the Upanishads. Enlightenment of the human mind and guidance to the realization of life's highest ideal as we travel on the path of life. Swami Premananda has written in his introduction to the Kina Upanishad that true to its idealism and meaning, signified by the phrase, by whom, which the Sanskrit word kina reveals, the Upanishad whose author is unknown gives guidance to and assurance of the realization of Brahman. So long as our intellect, feeling, and volition are dominated by ego, the sense-identified self-consciousness, the self is never revealed. But only when ego is constrained by proving its limitations and when intellect, feeling, and volition are spiritualized by the absolute devotion of the pure heart, the self, Brahman, is realized. We are seekers after truth. We are impelled by an inner urge directing the whole power of our consciousness to secure the knowledge of truth. No matter how expansive may become the sphere of our objective knowledge, we cannot find permanent happiness in this vast but nonetheless partial enlightenment. Listen to this passage from the Kina Upanishad. That which cannot be expressed in words, that which cannot be comprehended by mind, that which cannot be seen with the eyes, that which cannot be heard with the ears, that which cannot be confined within a living form. Know that alone 
to be Brahman. And this passage, also translated by Swami Premananda from the second chapter of the Kina Upanishad. If you think that you have attained the perfect knowledge of Brahman, the Self, because you have gained the intellectual cognition of this existence within yourself, then most surely you have known very little of Brahman. Whatever mental concept you may have of this impermeating presence in the phenomenal universe, even that is merely a comprehensive thought regarding the reality of Brahman. To attain perfect knowledge of Brahman, we must achieve direct realization. And that is only done through subjective meditation. From the Kina Upanishad, we learn that blessed is he who has realized Brahman in this life, for he has truly lived his earthly existence. But one who has not realized Brahman in this life travels in ignorance from birth to death and returns to birth again. One of wisdom realizes the indwelling presence of Brahman in all beings. Thus, living in truth and peace passes on to immortality. In the Kina Upanishad, a spiritual illustration explains the nature and reality of Brahman. The narration opens with a war between the gods and the demons. This war signifies the subjective conflict of the initiate who aspires to overcome all all acquired finiteness by the power of the inherent divine qualities of the self. The gods allude to the inherent divine qualities. The demons symbolize the self-limiting concepts acquired within our consciousness through the sensory world. The drama of the three gods, Agni, Vayu, and Indra, and the goddess Uma, known as the daughter of the mountain of snow, is an allegorical description of the facts of subjective illumination. As long as our intellect, feeling, and volition are dominated by ego, the sense-identified self-consciousness, then the self is never revealed. But when ego is constrained, and when intellect, feeling, and volition are spiritualized by the absolute devotion of the pure heart, then the self is realized. Awaken the mind to divine consciousness. Let the mind be illumined by the truth that divinity resides within us. Guide the mind subjectively and practice meditation by constant remembrance of God with unqualified devotion and determination. This constitutes the path, the path which leads to the realization of God. This is the foundation of spiritual life. One who is enlightened by this wisdom can transcend all subjective limitations and attain to the supreme state of the Absolute Self.
this and all other publications of the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism are available through our website. I encourage your interest and pursuit of study, reading, and reflection. <laughs>